testing, testing, One, extension two. cord, bottom out, do do like a stepped in source. Plug, extension <laughs> cord, bottom's all red, like a stepped in source. Do the money dance. I'm very bad at lyrics. Yeah, but... I can tell. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. I know. <laughs> okay. Hi guys, welcome back to an episode of the Strip yeah, Podcast. Yeah, welcome back, baby. Yeah, um, so the reason we haven't read, to be fair, we haven't actually, yeah, uploaded in a, yeah, in like two in weeks. That's because we've been actually making content, and yeah, you know, yeah, we're gonna release it soon enough. We're just editing it and making sure it's perfect. Yeah. Um. So, have you been? How's quarantine? Quarantine's been interesting, man. It's, it's been interesting. Yeah, like. At first, I loved it. Now I'm starting to hate it. Really? Yeah. 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 At first, like everything kind of slowed down and stopped for a while, and yeah. it was kind of like it felt kind of good, like just to you know be able to take time. But because what week are we in? Like week five now? Week four? Week five? No, I think yeah. Like I think we're in week five. It's just mad. Yeah, it is. It is a mad one. Yeah. It's it's so weird. Like I feel like now I was finding I was kind of distracted because I was doing my diso, mm. and then I was distracted because I was packing, and now I'm kind of like, okay, so where do we go from? Like, yeah. what do you do now? Yeah. It's kind of like I'm kind of thinking like, should I just do my masters because like there's no way I'm I'm gonna be able to find a job after like all of this. Yeah. Like what well, a job that is like what in what I, what I want to do. Yeah, do you get what I mean yeah. in my industry? So I'm kind of like, oh, maybe I should just you know just go and do my masters and then wait it out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. and see how it you. goes I definitely feel you but I was like I seen on Instagram that Oh My cancelled what cancelled? Oh My Oh My Festival oh Oh My yeah fam you see you stupid fucking rolling loud people they're still adamant that they haven't cancelled yet <laughs> they actually need to cancel because yeah. when I seen that Oh My cancelled because I didn't pay for insurance for my ticket but in my defense no 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 I didn't know people did that I actually didn't know people paid for insurance you on have the ticket. To do insurance. I didn't know. I know you do insurance and stuff like, but I didn't know you actually pay, do insurance on like your ticket. Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm new. Especially when your ticket's like above a hundred pounds, like it's wild. Like you're definitely, I'm definitely in insurance for something. Anything above like for me, the rule is anything above like, let's say seventy pounds, because that's something I'm missing it. Yeah. Like I definitely do insurance on maybe okay. even fifty pounds depending on what it is. What it is. Okay, fair enough. I didn't know that I'm new, so I didn't do insurance on it. So now I have a whole flipping Afro Nation ticket and a rolling loud ticket, which altogether is literally like five hundred pounds yeah. that I need to like they yeah. need to refund yeah. me my money back. They definitely need to. Good and I've been that. hearing that with Afro Nation, like um that guy is blocking, blocking people. Blocking that's for <laughs> He's bare blocking people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But I do, like, wish that... I do hope that we do get our money back. Because at the end of the day, it's no one's fault. Like, even if the like the concert does go on, no one realistically shouldn't go on. Yeah, yeah. Realistically, shouldn't go It just takes one person to catch the virus. Do you get yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So if it's just one person in that whole, how many, 20, 20K, um, yeah. thousand people, yeah. like... Like it will spread like yeah. a wildfire. Yeah, true, true, So true. I honestly feel like it's something that should be avoided. Yeah. But I'm just running my money as well. Like yeah. <laughs> just running my money. Anyways, mm-hmm. I'm just out here gonna fill out our insurance form, get that piece back. No one cares. Because to be honest, the thing with us is like, uh, me and Saint, we we got um our rolling loud tickets, yeah. but we hadn't booked flights in a com yet. Yeah. So obviously now we're thinking, okay, okay. Even if by some miracle, Rolling Loud does go on, which it probably won't, even if it does, 
the lockdown is like and the flight tickets and all the accommodation is only going to be like pretty much ready at the last second so we won't be able to book until last second yeah. it's going to be expensive we can't even do pre-bookings now we're going to have to be doing last second booking yeah. for flight last second booking for accommodation yeah. what's the point yeah, we're gonna end up spending like way more on flight and accommodation than we are even oh, on yeah. the tickets. Um, yeah, so you know, like we were just like, yeah, let's just leave it. Fair enough. Charlie yeah. Sloss doing something though. Some uh, it's like firing dam or something. It's like November. It's like Amsterdam. There's they're gonna be like basically like clubs, bars, all that stuff. Bear artists. Um, Who's that? Free accommodation. Charlie Sloth. Do you I know don't him? Mind. Yeah, the firing the booth guy. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind. Like I would, I would go to that one. I just don't want to go on any holidays while it's kind of still fresh. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because people can still have it. You literally do not know. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I'm having to cancel all my holidays, which is very upsetting. Yeah. You know they tell you travel after you finish uni. Well, we can't this yeah. coronavirus, so we can't. But this is all the way in November, though. Yeah, so, so it should be fine. Time. Yeah, it should be fine by November. I just hope I get my money back. That's when, if I don't get my money back, that's when it's going to be an issue. Yeah. You'll receive an email from me every single day mm, until you block me. Then I'll make another account and then we'll do the same again. <laughs> Man said Esther 1, Esther 2, <laughs> Esther, Esther 3, Esther 4. Fam? <laughs> 200 like and how much? Hmm. you see the real me. Yeah, so in today's episode, today is a bit more sensitive, so... Um, today is going to be, not today, but by the time we release this, this is going to be like a year since my sister passed away. So I want to dedicate this, this episode to her. Mm. Shout out to Victoria. Shout out, man. She's very annoying. Well, she was very annoying. She (laughs) she really was. But that's what, like, you know, when you have younger sisters, of course, they were meant to be annoying. So I just kind of wanted to come on here and kind of speak about it because I feel like I I don't really speak about it. Like, not a lot of people actually know what happened. I feel like I don't even know what happened, if that makes sense. It doesn't make sense. But basically, all I was just told was, like, all we were just told as a family was that she literally just dropped and died. So we actually don't know what exactly happened in her body. We were meant to go to a... um, a meeting but obviously due to this whole virus it couldn't happen yeah. to tell us like what happened and stuff so yeah. like i feel like it would probably bring us more comfort and stuff if we actually knew what happened yeah. but what is mad is that you know the police never gave us her phone why not they they up till now we don't have her phone they just never gave it back to us like is, it was is the police on the island yeah they were investigating they were like oh we're going to investigate and then obviously like um they gave us like, we were able to bury her and stuff, but we never got the phone back. You guys requested the phone back? Yeah. Wow. But we requested it once, and it never, like, I don't even know what happened, but we kind of, everyone was just like, oh, it is what it is. But, yeah, and I feel like I want to speak to people about the stages and stuff of, like, what happened and how I went through and stuff. Like, I'm not a crier. I feel like everyone knows this. I'm not a crier. Yeah. But I did I did cry for a little bit. And then, like, as I was stepping into my house, there were there was, like, this woman, and she literally stopped me. She was like, literally, don't cry. Okay. Now I think about it, because I remember I was speaking to Mercedes about this, and she was like, why did she tell you not to cry? Like, yeah. you've just lost a sibling. You can cry yeah. if you want. But literally, she was just like, don't cry. Your mom's already crying. Don't cry. Yeah. You have to be strong kind of thing. And I was like, no, I, don't, I yeah. don't have to be strong. I've just lost someone. I actually don't have to be strong. Yeah. But I literally held my tears in. And I remember, like, later on in the night, like, my mom was like, um, 
she was like to me like i haven't seen you cry like cry all day like is mm. everything okay like you mm. are allowed to cry mm. and i just remember thinking like crying is not gonna do anything yeah. it became more of an angry thing i was kind of angry at her i was like how why could you do this to us do you get i mean i don't know why it's, it's a weird one it's like why would you do this to us yeah even though we fight a lot, you kind of, you know, like, we're a good family. Like, do you yeah. get what I mean? So why yeah. would you do something? So, like, I was speaking to someone and they were like, there's five stages to grief. So denial was the number one stage, which I could re- relate to in terms of, like, when I was told, mm. I couldn't believe it. I was yeah. like, nah, that's a lie, that's a lie, that's yeah. a lie. Then it was kind of anger. And then I was like, why would you, I was angry at her. I was like, why would you do this to us? Yeah. It doesn't make sense now, but I was kind of so mad at her. Like, I was like, why would you die? Yeah. I said, I know it's not her choice, but I was really angry at her. Yeah. And then I was like bargaining. So I was bargaining with God and I was like, oh, if, you know, if you, if I do this and I do this, would you, you know, would you bring her back? Like, why isn't, like, why can't you bring her back? And I kind yeah. of started referring to the Bible and stuff. Yeah. And then there came the stage when I was kind of depressed for a while and I couldn't stay in my... Because obviously I shared a room with her. Yeah. So I couldn't stay in the room with her. So I would avoid going home. Yeah. So I'd literally stay in uni. Like that whole summer I stayed in uni. I only went home once. Yeah. And then they came the last stage was acceptance. So I kind of accepted like, okay, so she's gone. Which is a stage I'm still struggling with because I'm still tr- going back and forth between stage four and five. Like, yeah. oh, she's gone now. But what if she's not gone? What if yeah. she's there? Yeah. But because obviously I'm in Coventry, all I have to do is go back home and yeah. see her. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, and it's like, if you go home and you see that she's not there, it becomes kind of realer for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it 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 was, a, it was a very difficult one. Losing a sibling, losing... It just changes the whole dynamic of the family. Yeah. Like, I remember... And you know what even makes me feel bad? I remember telling her friends. I'm not going to lie to you. I was <laughs> I was not nice. Yeah. The way I told her friends, probably sh- it probably came out as insensitive because, like, they called... Um, they called my mom's phone or mm. the house phone. I don't even know. They called the mm. phone and I was the one that picked up. And mm. I'm not going to lie. Even when I heard this little girl's voice, I thought it was my sister. Mm. I literally was like, Victoria. Mm. And she was like, hi, no, this is her friend. Like, obviously, they've been trying to call her phone and speak to her all day. And she's mm. not responding. And it's not like her. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. To not respond to her calls and stuff. Because yeah. she's really close with her friends. Yeah. So they were kind of a lot. They were really worried. Like, what's going on? Yeah. So, and I literally just said to her, them, like, she passed away. At least she was like, she passed away. So like, well, I was like, Victoria passed away. Mm. And literally, I don't even know what happened from there. Like, I literally was like, I need to deal with myself kind of thing. Yeah. But it just made me... And then her friends had a memorial as well for mm. her. And they spoke. And it just made me realize that even though this girl did pass away, she did have a lot of friends. Mm. And she did impact everyone in, you know, different ways. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it made me realize, like, what do I do as a person to impact people? Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Because it's... even my mom was like, all right, I didn't even know she knew this many people, you know. Yeah. Like, right, I didn't even know she did this and this and this and this, you know. Yeah. Like, people would be texting me like, oh, yeah, this is it. Even in Coventry, yeah. like, um, during Freshers, one of the, I was speaking to one girl from Ireland and she was like, oh, um, I know you from somewhere and I was like yeah like I went to this secondary school and she's yeah. like oh my god I went to secondary school with your sister I'm so sorry about her. Da, 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 da. Yeah, and then she yeah. just told me a story and it literally just made me smile and I was yeah. like you know what at the end of the day this girl was very annoying but she was still a good person yeah. especially to her friends like you can tell they can tell you how many times that she's done shit that's made you laugh and has yeah, made you yeah. smile that's made you happy yeah. it was just I don't know 
it just made me think. I was kind of like, it reminded me of that song. You know that Beyonce. I don't know if you know that Beyonce song. I was here. That you want to you want to leave an impact on someone's life before you go away. Do you get what I mean? You want to be able to say like, yeah, I helped this person. Do you get what I mean? I did this. I did this. I did this. What if you if something happens to you? What can you show for it? Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, it really does put stuff in perspective. Oh, honestly, a hundred percent. And then it just makes you think because I remember my brother, and this is when my brother was doing his distal as well, and he was like, it just makes you think like, is it even? worth all the stress that you're stressing about yeah. it just makes you see everything in a new light like when you 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 know you do you fail a course and you're like oh my god oh my god oh my god it's not the end of the world yeah i know like it's it's a big it's important but it's not the end of the world yeah you need to calm down and see what else you can that can be done and some people are not appreciateful for sleeping and waking up do you get yeah. what i mean like the littlest thing people don't people take it for granted yeah you tend to forget that you know you're awake for a reason mm. you sleep and wake up that is a blessing in its own yeah and like for me i, I don't think i can relate to it in the same way that like anybody that i knew that passed away it's not like someone as close as like my sister to me or my brother or whatever but i feel like especially from where i'm from seeing like all the young people that do pass away and like not just the young people but just you know anyone that's like a a major part of the community anyone who's relevant when you see them pass away me growing up seeing seeing this type of thing and actually taking taking it in and considering it even artists and stuff like that yeah it made me realize like yeah like Life is good, but what's the point of living it if you don't make the impact that you want to you do? Want to and you don't forget even making the impact you want to make. If you don't live the life that you wanted to live, yeah, I don't know. How, like I don't know what it feels like to die. I don't want to die and be regretful. Yeah, you understand. Yeah, I don't want to die and be like, oh, I wanted to do this tomorrow. I was going to do this tomorrow. You understand? Yeah. Even with like Corona going on. It made a lot of people realize that all the things that you've been saying tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. what if there's no tomorrow? Exactly. Is and I know it's it's kind of like um, making the issue smaller in a way, but even just the shops closing down and all the stuff that closes down. I was saying, oh, I'm going to start banging gym when this happens. Yeah. By the time whatever I said, you know, happened, Corona's hit. Gym where you understand? Yeah. And it's kind of like procrastinating yeah it makes it makes you realize you know how precious life is and tomorrow is not guaranteed like tomorrow is not guaranteed you can't say i'm going to and that's one thing i when it comes to spending money and doing fun things with my friends i'm so like i'm gonna do i'm gonna do i'm gonna do it like before i'd be like "Uh, i don't know but after this whole experience that is i'm literally like yes because you don't know what happened what will happen tomorrow what life is it really is but i think with stuff like that you you do slowly get over it it's not something you'll you know you'll ever get over 100 percent, but you slowly move on yeah do you get what i mean you sit down and realize like okay so this has happened how do i pick up the pieces of my life Mm. because i was thinking like it may and you think one thing i can tell you i think about my sister every day yeah i think about her every day like even this whole quarantine thing i was like oh i'm not gonna lie if my sister was here i'll definitely be in ireland doing tiktoks yeah. dances yeah like do you get i mean you miss that person that you could just my brothers they have each other they yeah. play fifa they do shit they do me and my sister were the ones that do st- stupid stuff
stuff around. Yeah, do you get what yeah, I mean? Yeah. We would do the cooking, we'd make fun of each other. You can't mm-hmm. cook, you make mm-hmm. food, you make this and this. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure if I was in Ireland right now, we'll probably be doing it. We'll, we'll be learning TikToks. So that's probably what we'll be doing. Yeah, yeah. Doing TikToks and, you know, ordering stuff and, you know, going on fashion over and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we would be doing right now. But it's kind mm-hmm. of like, what's the point? And I feel like that's why I'm so hesitant to go home. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. what's the point of going home when? There's gonna be no one there to do this with. I'm going yeah. to sleep in a bed by myself. Yeah, it is. It's a change in the yeah. dynamic. It's yeah. different. Like even with your family as well. Like I feel so more sorry for the people that live in the house because they feel the impact every day. Yeah. I'm in uni, so yeah. in my head, I'm like, I'm still on holiday. Yeah, I'm gonna go home, and they're gonna. De- do you get what I mean? Behind, yeah. yeah, but they have to deal with it every day. Walk past that room. Walk, and you know, walk past that room, walk past where she died. Like yeah. it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a sad thing. Yeah. I don't know how, you know, how they do it because I'm just, I just don't want to do it. And even my little brother as well, like he's very strong because he's the one that found her Okay. and he keeps blaming himself and it's kind of like, do not blame yourself. That's something he'll always have for, for the rest of his yeah. life. Do you get what I mean? But you just have to sit down and, you know, it's no one's fault. Whatever happened, this is God's plan. At the end of the day, one thing I'm a true believer in: whatever God wants to happen, will happen. Yeah. If God is saying no, this is not the this is not what's gonna happen in your life. It's not gonna happen in your life. Yeah. But if He says this is what's gonna happen, this is what's gonna happen, and just honestly, just believe in Him and just pray. Even when you, the thing with us Christians is we can pray anywhere. Even when you're on the bus going home, literally say a quick prayer. Thank you, God, for you know giving me the grace to be able mm. to be awake, or to be able to do this, to do this, to do this, to do this. Do you get what I mean? Just a quick prayer. And people take stuff like that for granted. Yeah. They really take it for granted. There's going to be times that you won't even be able to speak. Yeah. Some people, I know someone who's in a hospital right now that can't speak. Do you get what I mean? And then you're going to start thinking, oh, all the things I could have said before. before. Exactly. Before I couldn't speak. Honestly. All the places I could have gone before I could I couldn't walk. Yeah. So all I'm going to say out of this is kind of just like when you can do something, do it. Don't yeah. procrastinate. It's beyond motivation as well. It's just knowing that tomorrow is not promised. It's and not promised. Live like that. Like don't live like, oh, I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. Yeah. You understand? Because what if you never? Bro, act like today is the only day you have to do it. You understand? Like, yeah. I like, all right, cool. If I don't get this done today, it's like, it's not going to be the same, but it's never getting done or something like that. Yeah. I'm not saying like rush through things, but just like, cool. For example, assignment, that's one thing in it. Just even on, on a minor thing, assignment, oh, I have to start at, you know, when you do your little, I have to start at 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. I have to start at 3 p.m. I have to start at this, this time exactly. Yeah. Why are you thinking about, you're thinking about assignment, but you're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. You can actually just pick up laptop. You understand? And do the assignment. Yeah. Any, there's anything in life, you need to go and speak to your mom. You need to go and call this person. Yeah. Pick and up the phone mind, and just do and it. And when your mind tells you to do something, do it. One thing I realised is that me and my sister, I wouldn't say we were fighting, but we were kind of like a little quarrels mm. before she passed away. And my mom called me. And my mom was kind of like, oh, she needs help. Like, speak to her and help her in it. Mm. And one thing I do, I'm so grateful and happy that I did was I did listen to my mom. Mm. And I called my sister. I spoke to her. I was kind of doing assignments around those times. So I called her. I spoke to her. Let's say Friday. Mm. Saturday, I called her. I spoke to her. And I was like, okay, so... No, Friday, I called her. I spoke to her. And I was like, okay, I'll call you on Sunday. Mm. I couldn't call her on Sunday because she was dead by then. Wow. I was like, I'll call you on Sunday because I'm kind of trying to focus on my coursework, you know, and yeah. we'll speak more about it when I'm kind of like, you know, yeah, nearly yeah. done most yeah. of it. So, and I remember thinking like recently as well, my mind kept telling me, 
call your cousin, call your cousin, call your cousin. And I literally didn't know why. Mm. I didn't know why. And there was one time my mind was just like, okay, text her. Mm. and I don't know why that feeling never comes to me yeah. but uh, nothing happened to her we thank the Lord but mm. I literally just texted her I was just like I love you yeah. so I don't know whatever was going through her head at that time yeah. at that moment she might have been sad mm. something might have been going something might have just ha- wanted to happen yeah. but that text message could have been a lot do you get what yeah. I mean there'll be times I've sitting down and I'm kind of like oh and then Mercedes can text me and be like oh are you alive yeah. or call me and be like what are you doing yeah. Do you get what I mean? And she'll mm. we'll speak and I'll feel it's a bit nice cheer. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like I'll feel a bit happy. I'll feel yeah. a bit more cheerful. Like, oh, do you know what? She she's cheered me up. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's been times my friend David, he doesn't know this, but there there's times that this boy doesn't call me often. Yeah. I shout at him for not calling me, but she when he calls me, he calls me at the right time. Oh yeah. yeah. There'll be anytime this boy calls me, it's either I'm about to do something stupid yeah. or I'm about to, you know, flip yeah. and he'll literally call me and I'll be like, I'm mad. Yeah. I'm about to do something. Mm. He'd be like, I had a feeling that's what I called you. He'd be mm. like, what's going on? And mm. literally from him speaking to me and calming me down, I'll be able to, you know, do something I wouldn't regret if that makes sense. Yeah. So sometimes you just have to listen to what is going yeah, on. It might just be... Don't miss your gut. Don't miss your gut, gut feeling to get in contact with like a loved one or whatever. Yeah, it might just be the littlest thing. You might not know. Even if I don't reply, you might just have sent me something. I'll just look at it and I'll smile. Do you know, mm. my uncle, during my distal, my uncle sent me one paragraph and I'm not going to lie to you. There was that that was the breaking point when I was at my this one. I was kinda like, I don't care anymore. Mm. And he sent me that paragraph and I sat up and I continued doing my coursework, you know. Yeah. And I remember and I called him and I was like, Your 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 paragraph made me do my coursework. Mm. Because I was literally losing hope. I was stressed out. I was like, I'm done. I don't care. I'm just gonna hand it in like this. And then he sent me something. I kind of like it literally lifted me up. I was like, Oh, okay, this is what I needed. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's just a weird one. It's just a weird one. But yeah. that's crazy, man. That's yeah, crazy. It's it just makes you deep. You just sit down and deep a lot of things, man. But and I feel like this episode is coming at a good time in terms of like this is a lot of people are losing loved people ones during this virus. Through this yeah. whole virus thing. Like and it's just sad you can't even touch them. You can't even, you know. Yeah. It it is sad but at the end of the day, God knows what's best. And mm. don't ever, you know, doubt that God doesn't have the best for you. Really like, hard. and just continue praying. Like, you know. What, like, at points like these, right, this is this is where the, uh, like, people who don't believe in God and the, you know, the agnostics stand up and go, like, all right, cool. If there's a God, like, why? Like, why, why would he do this? Do you... <laughs> Like, obviously, as Christians, we know that God always has a plan, but we won't always know what God's plan is at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Do, do, do you think, like, you know, this is part of his plan and this is, like, part of, like, a bigger picture? Oh, 100%. Sometimes, like, you don't know, maybe going ahead, it could have been more suffering and suffering and suffering, mm-hmm. and it could be something that would be unbearable for everyone else to watch. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. You don't know what the path ahead could have been. Mm. So but, maybe God's trying to save her now. Mm. God, but like, just just in general, like, for example, God being God, like, God can do anything, right? Like, yeah. you, you can you can stand up and say, like, well, God didn't have to let this happen. Yeah. Type thing. And I guess, like, even when, like, I've had a friend that died, I was like, I was thinking, like, especially the way he died, it was like, it didn't have to happen like this type mm. thing, you understand? And it's mm. like, 
why uh, I wouldn't say like why did he let it happen but those there you know there are so many options I've had a friend that does drama before I'm like there's so many ways like there's so many options that can go like yeah why did it have to be that mm, way yeah like just just in the, just in a general sense like it something like that is like wow like this the way the situation is as well like the way that let's say just that situation on its own happened is like all right cool it's because he hung with certain friends and something happened which led to something else and then like you know, it, it led to, like, I think maybe, like, some kind of breakdown or something like that. And then, you know, long story short, he ended up drowning. It's like, all right, cool. Why? Like, what, what where does this fit into your plan? It's hard, It's really hard to, like, look at it and say, like, this fits into your plan. It is. I feel like it was hard for me, for me to look at it that way. But I was kind of like... Like I keep saying, I want to say God knows best. Something might have been ahead that he would have not been able to... There might have been a barrier that he might, would have not been able to overcome. Mm. Do you get what I mean? There might have been something that he would have not been able to cross. Mm. And God was like, do you know what? This is the best time to take this son, this boy home. Mm. This is the best time for him to go. Mm. Do you get what I mean? I'd rather me, you know, having to lose her now than having her go through 20 years of suffering. Mm. I feel do you get what I mean? Yeah. God is prob- like that's I, I'm not gonna lie that's just how I see it and she's mm. looking down at me like I'm fine yeah. do you get what I mean like I'm I'm good I'm happy here yeah. much more happier than I was here because at the end of the day we are selfish when people yeah. go to heaven they are way more happier they probably always always laughing probably looking at all stuff and that you man are taking the piss like you man are crying you know mm. I, I can mem- mem- I can actually see her saying at your big age you're crying at your big age do you get what I mean yeah. like it's kind of like She's probably there chilling. Mm, I feel. So that's the only thing that I see, and I always think like I will see her soon. Do you get what I mean? I don't want to say will. soon, but like, well, I will. Yeah, I will, you I will, I will see, see her. her. Like, it's not. It's, yeah. The end is not the end. Of the end. Yeah, like I will. I will see her, and then I can catch up and I can tell her about like my, you know, what happened, like my kids, if I have kids, you know, who I got married to, what my life was after. Yeah. Like, I will see her soon. Yeah. Mm. It is, I don't know, it is a, it is a weird one. It is. It's a very sticky one still. Yeah. But, yeah, we're just going to, this is a very short episode, but we're just going to yeah. leave it at that. Just wrap it up there Yeah, still. we're just going to have, yeah, we're going to leave it at that. If any of you guys are dealing with, like, the loss of, like, a loved one, not even necessarily like through this you know like coronavirus thing going on but obviously like including that i guess but even things from before or even things outside of coronavirus like yeah i guess you can you can dm us as well yeah you can dm us. like dms are always open twitter instagram even if you haven't lost you know someone you just feel like you want to you want to talk yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like we're not. We will. We will actually. We'll. We'll reply to you. I'll get your number. We'll speak. Like yeah. if you feel like you just want to talk. I know it's something that is hard to get through. Even this whole quarantine, just being by yourself can cause depression as well. Like yeah. If you feel like you just want to Facetime someone and just talk speak to, to your problem, seriously. yeah. Like just DM us on the strip podcast, Instagram or Twitter. I'd say Instagram more because we barely use Twitter. Yeah, yeah. So Instagram more, and someone will reach out to you, and yeah, just. 
speak to you and just check up on you daily. Sometimes you just need someone to FaceTime. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You just need someone to look at and just cry. Yeah, yeah, for real. And you might not want to do it to your friend because I know for a while, like, I didn't really, you know, speak. Mercedes was telling me this. She was like, I've never seen you cry. Yeah. That is so mad because I'm very, very close to her. Yeah. You've never seen me cry. Yeah, it's crazy. So if you don't want to speak to your close friends, if you want to speak to, you know, someone else, like, just shout us. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for, for listening, listening to, to this episode. another episode of this ship podcast. Yeah. And we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Stay in school and don't do drugs. Stay at home. Stay in school stay. and don't do <laughs> you drugs. You can't even stay in school. Stay at <laughs> home. Right. Stay at home. Alright, All right, bye. Drink alcohols. Oh, no. Losing Minnie was the hardest thing I've ever experienced in my life. I have probably lost one or two family friends or family members or something, but I didn't know them the way I knew Minnie. So it was just so hard to understand and to fathom, like, this is actually happening, this actually happened. And the fact that she was taken at such a young age, it really, really, like, it hit all of us differently. And the moment we found out when it happened, I I didn't want to believe it. Like, it didn't make sense to me. This is a girl that every morning when I go to college, she's the first person I see. We'll take the bus home together sometimes. And it was just, like, hard to believe that, like, I'm never going to see her again. How exactly did I get over Minnie's death? It's them ones that I never actually got over. It's just a thing where I had to... <laughs> Except the fact that, okay, she's gone now, but she's in a better place. And I know she's in a better place. And all I had to do was think about all the good things that she's done, like, while she was here. Like, this girl is the funniest and most annoying person ever. <laughs> she's literally like my little sister. People seen her and think they'll think that she was my little sister. And someone's like, we'll be running around college playing chasing as if we're kids. And... I just had to think about, like, the fun she had while she was here. It wasn't that she was... She might have been, like, suffering on the low, but none of us ever knew. She always had a smile on her face. She never, like, we never ever saw that she was sick. So, like, she always tried to act like she was strong, do you get me? So even the day I found out about, like, how her... She had a heart condition, like, she did, she was saying it like it was nothing. And I was just like, okay... Like, this is worrying, but okay. <laughs> she still had a smile on her face as if nothing really happened. And that's what I loved about her. She was so strong. She was such a strong person. And she was always smiling. She was always happy. Always running around the place. Always annoying everybody. <laughs> but, like, that's literally all I had to do. I just had to remind myself that, okay, while she was here, she had fun. She was... She was a loving person, always checking up on everybody. So my advice to you is literally just think about the good things the person has done while they were here. And it wasn't that they wasted their time. It wasn't that they, um, just think of it like they didn't, they didn't regret anything that they've done. Think of it like they had a happy time while they were here. And literally just think about the good memories of the person the videos that I have of her, literally, I've watched them, like, whenever I'm thinking about her, at least she just watch them and just be laughing because this girl was, oh, my God, she was too funny. But that's literally how I, let's say, got over her death. Hello, my name is George. I went to college with Esther's little sister, Victoria. 
I met Victoria in college, September 2018. And I guess the first thing I just want to say is that very early on in college, we gave Victoria the nickname Minnie. It's what we've always called her, what we've always known her as. So I guess for the duration of the voice note, I'm going to be calling her Minnie because we rarely ever called her Victoria, to be honest. So I knew Minnie from college. I knew her for about seven or eight months, which is a very short space of time. But I can generally say in that space of time, she went from a total stranger that I met one day in college to being my best friend and my little sister. Um, she was just a ball of joy mixed with energy. One of those people that if she wasn't in the room or wasn't in that day, you would know and you could tell there was something missing just by the absence of energy. Um, she's one of those people that you could easily find yourself gravitating towards. Someone that you could just be yourself around and just be comfortable around. She had a huge friend group in college. Um, I don't know anyone that could say that they didn't like her or they had anything negative to say about her. She, what I've actually just realised, after I realised after she passed that she was the same person around her family as she was around her friends, the same person she was at home as she was in college. She carried the energy everywhere she went. I don't see how anyone could say that they didn't like her or even say anything remotely negative about her. She was generally just an amazing person. Um, um, the day I found out about Minnie's passing was was on the weekend. Um, one of the girls in college found out before I did. So we just had a group call. Um, and I remember being upset, but I remember the realisation of everything not actually hitting me until I went into college on Monday and on Monday I remember just just being one of the toughest and longest days of my life um, I remember coming into college um, walking into the common room where we usually met up and usually Coming in at nine o'clock, you could feel her energy. If you couldn't feel it, you could definitely hear her running around, screaming, just being mini, I guess. And I remember walking into the common room that day and expecting to feel that energy and hear her voice and just, I guess, not hearing it and not seeing her that day was that's when the realization started to sink in that she was really gone I guess um I remember that day just being so tough not just for me but for everyone in the college that day 
Um, very, very tough day for me. But what made it easier was the fact that everyone was going through the same situation as me. And I wasn't alone. I wasn't, I wasn't talking to people that didn't know her. I wasn't talking to people that didn't understand what I was going through. I was talking to genuine people that loved her as much as I did felt the exact same pain that I was feeling, could understand exactly every every inch of what I was feeling, and even more. I remember that Monday wasn't easy, but it was made easier by being around genuine people that could relate and understand what I was feeling and what was, I guess, going on at the time. If I was to give advice to anyone suffering with a loss, for me, um, personally, I would surround myself with people that generally understand your pain and what you're going through. It just makes things a lot easier. Um, I'd also advise that you talk to someone, someone that you trust, someone that's willing to listen to you, because the worst thing you can do is bottle up all that emotion. It does not do you any good and eventually it will find its way out so talk to someone that you trust someone that you can express your feelings towards uh, one thing i advise as well is that don't carry any guilt i remember weeks after minnie's passing i felt guilty that maybe i didn't show her enough appreciation i didn't show her enough love as maybe I should have and I remember the last day I saw her it was just I remember I just hugged her and just said goodbye like it was just another another day and not knowing that it was going to be the last time I was going to see her and looking back at it I wish I had told her how I appreciated her I guess and I feel like you've heard all before that you don't understand how important someone is to you or how important something is to you until it's gone and that's genuinely how I felt and I feel anyone that means a lot to you show that appreciation make sure they know because you don't want to be feeling that type of guilt that maybe you didn't show enough appreciation or you didn't tell them that you loved them it's not something that sits well to anyone So just show your appreciation to your loved ones. Because as morbid as it sounds, we don't know how long we have with anyone. So just show your appreciation um, to your loved ones and to the people around you that you care about. Um, Another thing that really helped my situation of losing Minnie was Esther and her family. Um, I remember... Minnie telling me about her big sister Esther but never really getting a chance to talk to her until after her passing and she she helped me through um, the situation so much so did um, her parents and it was just kind of amazing just seeing the strength in the family knowing that they had lost a sister and a daughter and still showing the strength to, you know, support us in college, her friends, Minnie's friends, um, 
It was just amazing. Even to this day, she's still, um, Minnie's parents, Esther's mom and dad still check up on us and make sure that we're all doing well. And it's it's just truly amazing. Um, I feel like just a loss of a loved one is just a healing process that takes a lifetime to get over. Um, it's not something that you can wake up one day and just be completely over it. It takes a very, very long time. Um, you might never, ever get over it, but over time, things do get easier and you just need to surround yourself with people that are willing to make it easier for you. Um, the last thing I just want to say is that it was a blessing knowing Minnie as long as I did. I wish I could have known her longer. But I feel like she was just an angel that just came into my life, into the life of everyone in college and her family's life. Everyone that she came in contact with, just to make everyone's life a little bit easier. And I'm just blessed to have known her for the time that I did.